Hi guys, this is Cher from I Can Relate, a podcast by teens for teens and about teens. This is Devin from I Can Relate. This is Riley from I Can Relate. This is Hudson from I Can Relate. <laughs> it took so much to not say and you're watching Disney No, I was literally like trying so yeah. I Can Relate, a podcast for teens, about teens, and by teens is presented by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares mobilizes community partners to develop a culture of physical and mental wellness for Lee Summit youth and families that inspires positive, healthy choices. Lee Summit Cares is currently seeking youth in grades 8 through 12 who are passionate about advocating for a healthy lifestyle among their peers. For more information or to apply, visit lscares.org. Welcome back to I Can Relate, episode two. Today, we have Miss Dara on here, along with Devin and Hudson, and a little bit about the show. If you didn't catch our last episode, our goal is to talk about teen topics for teens by teens, and just to get a different idea about what teens talk about and what teens do, and all that fun jazz. Hello everyone, it's Dara, and today we're talking about dating, what is dating, the pressures of dating, and the culture surrounding our generation dating. So we came up with the topic of relationships because it's really prevalent in our generation today. We see it a lot in the media, and it's just very publicized to us. So what we did is asked many of our friends and our peers to answer three different questions pertaining to what dating is, the pressures of dating, and our culture surrounding dating. And today we're going to be listening to those responses and responding to their, their responses. So the first topic is what is dating? I kind of look at dating as being with somebody who you really like and putting a label on it. Um, to be loyal to them and respect them. Dating is basically the beginning stage of a relationship with somebody. So after being attracted to someone, you're like, hey, let's go on a date and let's see if this could turn out to be something really special. Some things you do want to be aware of that you have in your dating relationship is trust, that's a biggie, and being loyal. Also commitment to that person you're dating is really important. I think that when you're dating someone, you just need to know, does this person make me a better version of myself? And also, am I good for them and are they good for me? So those were two responses to the first question of what is dating. Um, The first one really stuck out to me. She stated that it's the beginning stages of a relationship. And I feel like dating should be it should be a more advanced like level. You're in a higher stage of dating when you're with another person. It's a stronger relationship or bond. But what do you guys think about that? Um, I think something that I picked up, but I don't necessarily agree with, well, not entirely, is she said that each person, your partner, should be the better version of yourself. But I think when it comes to dating, you shouldn't need another person. You should just want to be with that person. I don't know if anybody agrees with that, but that, that's just my take on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally agree with what she was saying with how dating is kind of a more advanced um, relationship with another person. But, um, and I completely agree with you, Riley, that you don't need to find another person or try to find a person to date and feel like you're the same person or feel like you're in a relationship with them to find a better version of yourself. But also, you know, since we're kind of talking about dating and, you know, we're teenagers, 
I definitely think that dating in high school should not be that super serious. Um, it shouldn't be something that kind of controls your entire life. I think it should be something that's fun and enjoyable. And I think that dating um, as a teenager should be a learning experience and something that you can take on into maybe serious, more serious relationships in a sense. I'm not saying high school relationships aren't serious, but you know, I think a majority of them don't um, last super long. So I definitely think that it shouldn't be something that you take super, super serious. And kind of, I feel like I see a lot of teenagers our age um, really kind of put their entire lives into relationships. And I think that that's not the way a relationship should be um, in high school or as, you know, when we're teenagers. Personally, yeah, um, it's it's been a while since I've dated anyone, but when I did, it was not for like, oh, I'm going to grow up and marry this person. I, I look for qualities that I like in a person and good things like, hey, I might like this in a spouse one day. And that's a pretty good way to look at dating in high school. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say. I definitely agree with that. And I think that dating when we're teenagers and in high school is very different from when we're a lot older and in our adult years and our 20s. And we'll see that like during our high school years, we really just need to focus on for me, I would say, if I were to date right now, just focus on like, having fun with that person and growing as a person and making sure that I'm still enjoying myself when I'm around this person. Absolutely, for sure. Um, I was just gonna add, I think they mentioned something and we heard this in another response too, that every relationship should have loyalty and trust. And that I think that if it was just in the beginning stage um, part of a relationship, you can't really have that because I think this is just my opinion. I think you can't really date a person unless you have some sort of like friendship with them first. Otherwise it's not really dating. It's just getting to know a person. I agree no, that. I, I think, yeah, for sure. Um, I think something else, she was talking about, like, loyalty and trust. I think everyone, like, absolutely that is extremely important, and that is the base of a relationship, but I think everyone has to understand as well as that, like, we're teenagers, and we're all very young, and some things that we don't, you know, we all make mistakes, and I'm not saying, and, like, I'm saying that you can't really, you know, look at a teenage boy or a teenage girl and get extremely mad at them or kind of look at them a different way for maybe messing up or not having that trust because we're all teenagers and we all, uh, that's, that kind of, to me personally, goes back with stop. Don't think that these high school relationships are something super serious because like Hudson said, um, and, you know, what I said, it, I think these, these should definitely be um, relationships that you look at and see like, oh, I really like this in a person or I really like this or, and to also look at yourself and the way you act in a relationship. So when um, you get older, you can kind of see like, you know, I really like this. I didn't like this. I, I really liked the way I acted. I didn't really like the way this person acted. So you can have more adult relationships instead of expecting that a high school relationship with someone who's 15, 16, 17, 18 is going to be completely loyal and completely devoted to you when I honestly just don't think that's 100%. Um, in some cases, may not be 100% um, obtainable in some situations. Right. Well, do you guys think it's like dating in high school? Is that like practice for older, when you're older? Is it just like practice? I think it depends on the person. Or is it just fun? I think it's just, sorry to share it on. 
Um, I think that it could be considered practice because, I mean, there are people who do end up marrying their, like their high school sweethearts. But I think that with any relationship that you are practicing for the next or you're practicing to become better within that relationship, like throughout your relationship, you're constantly growing with that person. So you can either, um, if you're not, if you know you're not going to be in that relationship or you don't see it still going somewhere, but um, for a long period of time, then that could in a way still be practiced for um, a next relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I think every relationship is a uh, practice or just, it it makes you a better person and no matter what like if you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life or not I think that whatever you do you should take away like the goods like the pros and the cons from what you did and if that relationship doesn't work out implement what you did well and then see what you did wrong and what that other person did wrong and find a goal like this is what I want this is the person that I want in my life this is the person I want to be my spouse or significant other and kind of implement that and look for that. Yeah, so with dating in our generation comes a lot of pressures. Okay, um, and I think with pressure, sometimes there can be mistakes made in relationships and all that stuff. And I know we had a few friends that we called up who had several opinions on that. If we want to go take a listen. I think in this generation, people aren't as pressured to date. It's not something that you really have to do to like fit in I guess um a lot more people are into the term talking which is basically like the same thing as dating but without putting a label on it well in my opinion some of the pressures that come are looking a certain way getting social media right away being forward about creepy stuff or conversations having a first date going out somewhere alone or to complete the requisite amount of small talk or via text. And the biggest of all is to be sexually free enough. I feel like those are pressures that girls have toward guys and that when you're dating, that should never be the heart or the center in the relationship. God should be the center. And I feel like dating should be mature, safe, and healthy. Not rash and um, unprofessional. Keep, keep things the way God would want them. Make it safe. Okay, so going into that a little bit. There was a lot he talked about when it comes to pressures. He talked about what he thinks girls see and, like, how they dress, um, social media appearance. Like, I didn't understand fully what he meant about creeps, so I'm just going to leave that there. I didn't know if he just meant, like, older people hitting on girls or I'm not 100% sure on that. But I think, um, in my opinion at least, when he brought up religion and how he feels like God should be the center of relationship, I do think that people who do believe in something, it doesn't necessarily have to be God, but if they believe in something, that definitely defines a relationship because it defines how they act in a relationship. I don't know how you guys want to tackle that or if you guys want to tackle what he said about the pressures, but please uh, jump on in. Well, I have a few... um kind of issues with that 
um, that with, with some things that he said. Um, with the religion thing, um, not everyone is a religious person or believes in something, and I definitely think that we shouldn't um, really speak on that in certain situations because, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people, or even myself, you know, being a Christian woman um, and having certain thoughts or wanting to do things or, you know, questioning my, you know, what do I want to do? What am I comfortable with? Um, and it can make a person feel a little, um, I honestly bad, you know, you're questioning yourself, like, is this the right thing to do? Is like, God going to be happy with me? So I feel like there are certain times where God definitely should be brought up. But I think with certain situations, he shouldn't. Um, when he was saying, like, being unprofessional, um, once again, relationships and, you know, doing anything with your partner, I definitely, you know, relationships shouldn't be a job and shouldn't be seen as a job. Um, relationships are something that you should be comfortable with, all relationships, um, from your parents to, you know, your partner, you should be comfortable with that person, you should be able to speak to that person about almost anything, um, you should be able to not feel like you're working for that person or working, um, or it's, it's a job, it's a, you know, it, I don't believe that's the way any relationship should be at all. Um, and, you know, with him talking a little bit about, oh, I feel like girls want this from guys, I think it's, it's both, honestly. Once again, I don't want to speak from a guy's perspective because, you know, I'm not a male, but being a girl and, you know, being in that perspective, absolutely do I feel like guys put a lot of pressure on certain women and um, to do certain things in relationships. So I definitely don't think it's just a girl thing. I'm not sure if he was trying to say that or not, but it, it's it's from both sides. But um, I definitely think that when we're talking about dating and just, you know, even becoming intimate with a person, we should make all sides and all people feel comfortable communicating about that and just being comfortable with their decisions and letting them understand the pros and cons of whatever they decide to do and not make it feel like, oh, you know, it's wrong if you decide to do this and it's wrong if you don't decide to do this or putting pressure on that person, you know, definitely when he's talking about rash decisions, I completely agree with that, you know, um, doing anything intimate with your partner or dating someone in general, I don't think that's the time, especially being so young and being our age you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, it's important to think before you do things and, you know, think before you decide to make a really big decision, especially being intimate with someone. Right. And back to what Ryan said, just to mention, she talked about how um, with the faith that he brought up, I do believe that um, that can be something for each individual relationship that like, that will definitely define your relationship. And for some people, it might be a pressure to, um, still fulfill their faithful needs while being in that relationship so for some people that can be very difficult and I feel like that is a whole nother subject within itself but mainly for mm -hmm. us to focus on the pressures that we see how we mentioned again with you Devin saying that it's just like a, guy, a girls for guys thing in multiple scenarios that he mentioned we can see that within girls too and there is many different even sexual pressures I think that's something that he mentioned that we see today with um just anything and any example, for, but it does dictate, it's like within each relationship, it varies, but mm -hmm. a lot of times, even within the media, within movies and stuff, we see always relationships, people, there's very many sexual scenes that we see, and that is something that we feel as teens sometimes that that's something that we have to fulfill in order to maintain our relationship or that's something that we have to do because this person will end up liking us later on if we don't do this or if, if we're not like that. And I think that can very much um, 
hurt someone in this or pressure someone into having Mm -hmm. to do something that they're not really comfortable with doing. Absolutely. I think to add on to that too, I think this isn't always the case. I mean, sometimes it is true, but I think girls like to throw a lot of um, blame on guys saying they're the one that pressure. And I do think sometimes it's the girl and I'm not saying that all girls are bad and all guys are bad either that there's definitely sometimes it's pressure from both of them to Mm -hmm. say that and I'm just I'm gonna ask Hudson this just because you're the only guy here what do you think as a high school guy that we give pressure to you guys as not saying we as in us I'm saying girls to you and then guys back to girls I think well personally I have a lot of female friends outside of like my guy group friends, my guy friend groups. But um, I hear a lot of talk of like, oh, wow, he's a muscle. He's got a lot of muscles. He's a hot man. And that that did, in fact, make me want to go work out. And so that was kind of a pressure. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't work out. Okay, I should stop talking about that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I there's a lot of pressures. I don't think they're like too like dart on the dartboard, if that's a metaphor that I can use. That they're not, hey, you're gonna do this and you're gonna like it. No, I, I feel like it's more subtle and it's like, okay, she likes that. Maybe I could maybe change this about myself and maybe mm-hmm. she'll like me now. And that's it it is what it is you know but actually I was gonna you guys hit like all the topics that I was like thinking in my head oh gosh okay what am I gonna say now but okay so guys we have I'm I'm sure you you've all heard it but it's a term called uh being a simp yeah have you you heard that yeah Yeah. (laughs) so when a when a guy is talking to other girls his guy friends will call him a simp if he chooses to talk to that girl, that could be kind of a pressure as well. Cause I feel pressured to not talk with females as much. I mean, I, I love to talk to girls. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, when they find out, oh shoot, he's talking to other girls instead of playing video games with us, simp, he's a simp. <laughs> but, and they'd even like do the whole hand gesture and have, and just, they have a ritual almost every time they catch someone doing it. But yeah, there's lots of pressures, but those are just a few. Right. I think that we also can put pressure just on ourselves in a relationship because we feel like we have to fulfill some sort of um, need or some sort of like image or view of what people think. And I think there's even a pressure within the way you present your relationship because some people feel like, oh, I need to let everyone know that I'm in this relationship. It's going to be on my Instagram stories, my Snapchat <laughs> stories, my Visco, like anything and everything. Yeah. Maybe you just on the relationship, you know, and I feel like that is something that is so prevalent. Like what to you guys, what, what pressures do you see within that? Or how do you think that affects like relationships, the pressure of social media? Well, I think that, you know, drama is kind of a big thing in high school. And definitely, I think, you know, allowing people, I think social media has let people become a lot more vulnerable vulnerable than 
they used to be when social media wasn't that big of a deal or when it wasn't even you know created. And I think that by you posting, I'm not saying not, you know, it's your relationship, it's your life, do whatever you want, but I think posting a lot um, really causes people to kind of infiltrate your relationship in a sense, you know, and I've seen a lot of people who do that and do partake in posting their significant other on every social media they can, but when I see that they break up, it's honestly uh, really difficult for them, it's really hard for them because everyone sees them posting their relationship every single day and then one day it's they don't ever post them it's kind of like everyone's like oh what happened to this what happened to this what happened with you guys you know so I, I for me as a person I would recommend not doing that personally you know obviously a picture here and there is completely fine but I think putting not only your relationship but your life on social media can cause a lot of problems but I did want to say one thing um kind of with what Hudson was saying a little bit but when it comes to pressure and you know since we're kind of talking about dating I think a really big thing is if you are in a relationship with someone or even if you're going to, before you're even in a relationship with someone, you need to ask yourself, am I comfortable telling this person that I don't want to do something? Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that you should ask yourself because if it does happen to, for you to get into an intimate relationship or that, that, you know, to start and you're not comfortable with something, if you're not okay or you even hesitate to tell that person, hey, I'm not comfortable with that that's probably not a person you want to be in a relationship with. And kind of Shadira, like what you were saying, um, you know, a lot of people feel this pressure to do something or keep up with this, the status quo with what everyone else is doing in a relationship. But if you're truly not ready to do something, you need to make it that your significant other aware of that. And once again, if you don't feel comfortable speaking to that person about, you know, intimate relationships with one, one another, then once again, that's probably not a person that you want to be with. I think a question, too, to ask yourself going in is, am I comfortable um, at telling them that? And are they going to be comfortable hearing that and being okay with that? Because if they're not okay with that, then you can't go into the relationship. There'll be pressures from them to uphold that on your side of it. And I think you can't have that expectation either way for that. Um, Absolutely. Um, you know, actually from personal experience, I sat down with a significant other of mine and I said, hey, like, I'm really not comfortable doing anything at all. I'm going to be honest with you. And I said, you know, if that's a problem for you or that's something that you don't, um, if that's something that's going to bother you in the near future, then we, you and I don't need to be in a relationship. And that person was super, um, you know, we talked about it, we had a conversation about it and he was super um, understanding of it and it was it was great and that's something that I think everyone should try to find just kind of a happy medium with the, your significant other you know once again we're in high school and stuff like that you know be aware of who you're doing stuff with as well you know I think that's why it's so important um, especially what you said Riley to just be able to have a conversation with that person and you know I've seen so many people do things or be intimate with people and it's completely backfired on them so I just think that's so so important because I feel like a lot of people might think that oh being intimate is not that big of a deal but I've seen a lot of people who have you know done stuff with other people and it's it's really kind of changed them as a person so definitely like you said Riley I completely agree you know are you ready to have that conversation with that person how's that person going to react so what are some ways you guys think that we can um or the viewers as well, the listeners can counteract these pressures and eliminate the pressures that they feel while dating. 
I think I know one. Sorry. No, sorry. Finish that. Okay. I know one we talked about is basically what I'm hearing or getting from all of you is to communicate with social, with sexual pressures. If you are going in, in your relationships, starting off right off the bat, just communicate with your significant other on what you are comfortable with. What, what are the boundary lines that you are establishing? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess like before you could even, even ask another person to combat the the sexual pressures is ask yourself what am I ready for what am I comfortable with if you're like I'm not comfortable with x y and z but I am comfortable with this and this and this then know that and obviously things change and people grow and you're like you know I am comfortable with this now but I think having basic principles or things that you are comfortable with in a relationship or in any relationship is important and before you talk to another person about that, you need to figure out, like, what do you want or what are you comfortable with instead of, um, you can't just really go into it blindsided, for sure. So definitely know what you're comfortable with first. Yeah, just to add on to that a little bit, I had this friend in middle school and, you know, middle school relationships, they're something else, that's for sure. But, um she was dating this guy, and they were together, I think, eight months or so, which is pretty good for a middle school relationship, to say the least. And so the longer they were in the relationship, the more comfortable he got with her. And he was, like, slinging his arm around her shoulder, calling her sexy, and it, calling her princess and stuff. And it was, like, to the point she physically felt uncomfortable being in a room with him. And she had addressed it with him in multiple conversations saying, hey, I'm not comfortable with you calling me this. I'm 13, not 19. Don't call me that. And then he was still doing it. And it got to the point that she had to break the relationship with him. So sometimes even when you get in a relationship and you set the boundaries, sometimes they're not necessarily followed. And that may not be your fault. But I still think it's important in a relationship to maintain the communication. And if you don't feel comfortable communicating with this person, then don't stay in a relationship. And if you really need to, get an adult. I mean, we're still in high school, so it's okay to ask for an adult. And even when you're not in high school, it's okay to reach out to a police officer or someone if you don't feel comfortable in your relationship. Now that we've established what the pressures are of dating, I think we should take a look at culture of dating and just the culture that we have in our generation of dating. So let's take a look at some more audio clips from our viewers and see what their response is. Today, I feel like they make dating like this big, complicated thing. Like they use the terms talking and being a thing. And like, it shouldn't be that difficult. Like it should be like, if you're dating, you're dating simple. Like it's all the same thing. It but people like to define it in these separate terms and it's just weird to me and they make like cheating like a social norm almost when it shouldn't be that way and like I feel like our culture really just like doesn't think dating's like a big deal almost like it's just like it gets tossed around I guess and like for future generations it's just gonna become worse and worse I definitely agree when she said that 
dating today is mainly like a complicated thing. I would say in our generation, in our culture of dating today, there's so many different stages of dating. If you're like talking or if you're, you're dating or anything like that, there's so many different stages. And I feel like that is kind of a problem because there's not really anything like, it's just very wishy-washy. It's not really set in stone of what you really are. And that becomes really confusing to the people who are in that relationship. Yeah, you-, you know, once again, you know, what, I, what I've been saying is, like, you know, we're teenagers, and we have a lot of stuff on our plate, and we have a lot of things that we go through, and I think the last thing that any of us need is to complicate our lives with another relationship, especially one that isn't really mandatory or needed at the moment, even though a relationship is never needed, but, um, you know, I think if you're in a situation to where you're in a relationship with someone that it's complicated, and it's becoming too much I definitely think that that's the time to step back and evaluate yourself and evaluate your situation you know being in a relationship it's it should be fun and it should be something that's not complicated and I definitely think that that's something that I say a lot is you know I think Riley you mentioned this um, a few minutes ago in our last couple topics you know if you're or one of the uh, people who sent in a bit audio you know if you're if you don't get anything out of a relationship or you don't feel better after you're with someone, I don't really see the point in you, you know, pursuing that anymore, especially if you've already had a conversation about it. So I just definitely think that we're all super young and the last thing that we need is another complicated relationship in our lives. Just to jump in, this is a little bit of a different turn, but still in the same kind of direction, I guess. I don't know what I was going with that sentence, just a little tired. Um, But I guess when it comes to teen dating, there's just so many different layers. That's probably the right way to say it because we've all heard the terms friends with benefits and like we're not putting labels on it. And then there's boyfriend and girlfriend. And then there's talking, which I'm going to be honest. I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary when I heard it for the first time. But uh, (laughs) I had no idea what they meant by that. But. I'm saying they, like, I'm not part of this generation. Uh, But the point is, we see stuff on TV, like, I watched three seasons of Riverdale, and there's just so many people who hook up, and then they get in a relationship, and then they break up, and then there's another relationship. And then even on that TV character, just being in relationships with characters is their role, as a character, which, I mean, it could be lazy writing. It could just be what they expect teenagers to like in a TV show character. But I just think we see that in the media and stuff, and we just expect that for ourselves. And then depending on what layer of relationship you define with your significant other, I think that defines what culture you have with your relationship, too. Honestly, the... The best relationships that I've seen have been the, like, most laid back, like, they're best friends, but yet they're still dating each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the best ways to, to, like, it it gets rid of all drama, or most drama, at least, because if they're your best friend, then you don't have to worry about changing yourself or making yourself look better, that you're just friends that are dating you know yeah absolutely like go on sorry 
I think that's the way kind of marriage is too. But go on. <laughs> a grown up version, I guess. Yeah. The I level. completely agree with you, Hudson. Um, I think you kind of just said basically what I'm trying to say is just like it shouldn't be complicated. It shouldn't be a complicated situation, especially since we're so young and there's so many things that we need to worry about. Um, I think you deciding to date someone or do whatever with someone, it shouldn't be something that you feel like is, you know, complicated or stressful. It should be something fun and you should enjoy yourself with that other person. Right. And I think something that people get caught up on is like the term or like they just ask the question, like, what are we? And I feel like that is something that our generation kind of struggles with because we have so many different layers of like a relationship in a sense, like before you get to boyfriend and girlfriend. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I think within each different layer that you're going through, you can get to know that person a little bit better than you did know before. But I think that causes problems because people don't know like where they stand in a sense and like what what their relationship really is and I think because we don't have a definite like definition of what a relationship in our generation is today that can cause a lot of problems yeah this is kind of more of a weirdish kind of question but in movies books tvs they have the love triangles right and then they say whoever the girl picks is like they're the perfect relationship but I feel like we get that impression that it's a good idea to have multiple people liking you at a time because some people will try to talk to a bunch of people to try and get a bunch of people liking them at the same time but I just think that kind of dampens the relationship a little bit too just because if you have a bunch of people liking you then you can't fully like the person you're with I think and that kind of goes into cheating too in a way in a sense but not like cheating cheating I don't know what you guys thought about that that makes me think of Twilight personally yeah. the Jacob Edward and Belle that was situation I'm team Jacob but um <laughs> person that's just me I don't Edward care what looks you guys crazy. are I'm gonna be real Edward looks yeah, yeah he needs to get it <laughs> or something <laughs> but um yeah I I agree with that if you have more than one person that likes you, that can kind of complicate things and give you that unwanted drama that would make things awkward. You know, I, Mm -hmm. if I was in a relationship and someone else liked me, I'd feel, I'd feel bad personally, but I, I'd still stay committed to the person and whoever is in that situation should. Yeah. Abusive relationship. Don't, Right. Okay. Another thing that person mentioned was the fact that cheating is now normal. What do you, you guys' opinion on that? Mm, I, I think in social media, cheating is kind of seen as, you know, I think with social media now, a lot of things are seen as jokes from, you know, brace jokes to, you know, cheating. And I think cheating, if you see with social media and like comedians, that's, you know, a big part of of jokes is cheating you know people make jokes out of it they make light of certain situations and absolutely you know jokes are a a thin line for some people but I I don't know if it's normalized now I think it's just been brought to light a little bit more than it was you know once again I think social media has changed almost every aspect of our lives and I definitely think that's something that has been kind of brought to light and not something that's like normalized now my question to her would be is what does she define as cheating does she define it as 
someone breaking the relationship and being a form of intimate with another person? Do they find that as like sexting? Do they just Mm -hmm. find it as being like talking to another person? Because I think if you're talking about like sexting or being intimate with another person, that that is maybe not nice to the person who you're doing that to. But if you're just talking to another person, it could be seen as cheating. I that I just wouldn't know how to answer that unless I knew what she defined as cheating I think a little bit a yeah question. I agree with you Riley sorry Shara but um, um go ahead really really quickly I'm just saying like Riley I completely agree with you I think maybe something else that you're trying to say is like it just really depends with certain relationships because I've had friends who say you know oh well me and my boyfriend do this and someone else another friend would be like oh I could never do that with my boyfriend that's cheating I would never you know so I think it just depends on what you quantify as this is cheating or this is not people have those like open relationships now which I don't know how those work and not offend a person but I mean I'm not the one in the relationship so Mm -hmm. the question I have for you guys is can cheating only be while you're completely like dating in that relationship you guys call each other boyfriend and girlfriend or can you be cheating while you're in a talking stage what do you guys think count talking as like a relationship yeah so that depends too if you count that as whatever but um like i said i looked it up on urban dictionary before we started i don't really know a whole lot about um but i think with talking it may not be breaking a relationship as much as boyfriend girlfriend and then doing something against that person but i do think it breaks a person's loyalty and trust if they're talking to you and you're having like deeper conversations that you might have if you're a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you want to call it. I think that there's just a certain level of trust in going into that, saying I'm trusting you with this part of me that I don't really share with a whole lot of people. I think that goes into every relationship too, but may not necessarily be defined as cheating, but I still think it hurts like it's cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, honestly, I would truly, truly just say it depends on the relationship and depends on the person you're in a relationship with, you're in a relationship in, because, you know, certain things that, like, talking to other people or being interested in other people or maybe hanging out with people of the opposite gender, same gender, whatever you like, um, people, some people could get super offended by that, but it just, it truly depends, and if you're open about it, you know, if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out with this person today, or I'm going to do this with this person, or this is what I've been doing. Um, I don't really see that as cheating, but truly, once again, it just really depends on who you're in a relationship with. And I think communication is key because, you know, if you're going to be talking to someone, I think you should set boundaries. If you're going to be dating someone, I think you should set boundaries. And if a person, personally to me, what I see as cheating is, you know, if I tell you these boundaries, if I tell you what I want, what I don't want, and you break them, then I'm going to see you as cheating on me or, you know, cheating in the relationship or not being faithful. I definitely agree with that. Thank you guys for listening today. Something I took away was to communicate for sure with whoever you're in a relationship with. That is the most important thing. Establishing what your relationship is and you make sure you know yourself within that relationship. Thank you Hudson, Riley, and Devin for joining us today. And make sure you all subscribe to our podcast and keep tuning in until next time. 
You've been listening to I Can Relate, a podcast for teens about teens by teens. I Can Relate is produced by Fredcast Podcast Network and made possible by Lisa Cares. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.